That's what Valentine's Day is all about. <laughs> That's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> so freaking bad, man. What? Where is the love? Not a great singer, but hey, I hope you're having a great Friday, and I hope you are excited, just as I am, for another fantastic Valentine's Day, where I will be enjoying heart-shaped Reese's by myself in my room, probably with a bottle of something, and just loving myself. That's all you gotta do on Valentine's Day. That's what it's for. It's not for loved ones, it's for yourself. I like that you name-dropped Reese's, but neglected to uh, give any kudos to whatever booze you're gonna be chugging. I didn't say it was a bottle of booze. Probably gonna be a kombucha, but I don't know what flavor I'm gonna feel that day, so (laughs) suck one. Happy almost (laughs) Valentine's Day, folks. Where Where's the love? Here's the love. Where's the glove? Ask OJ Simpson. Oh, I thought you were going with a condom thing there. I was going to say, hopefully you're going to wear one on Valentine's Day. Ew. Welcome Ew. to the Chiefin Podcast, guys. Uh, wherever you're listening, I want you guys to drop a like, drop a follow, comment, rate, and follow us on our social media platforms. We are on Chiefin Pod or Chiefin Podcast. And if you haven't been following us by now, you failed us. So let that be known. You know, to say, fool, fool, fool me uh, three or four times, shame on you. Fool me, you can't get fooled again. Yeah, it's, I freaking love that George W. Bush quote. <laughs> and it's not even its not even like a misquote either, what you just did. He literally nope. is like, fool me once, shame on, shame on him. Uh, fool me, can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> Even think about it. You can't get fooled again. <laughs> Have you been, man? How's it feel being a ninny still? Yeah, it sucks. I wasn't too happy about that. Um, Guys, if we have any new listeners, we've kind of been going on this for a while. Uh, a ninny's a bad thing, if you didn't know. What we do on this show, we play games from time to time, and if you lose, you are the honorary ninny. It's essentially like walking around with the virtual dunce cap on your head until you get it removed. Yes, it means like ninny is a shortened version of nincompoop. I actually Googled it, and it means like not a very bright person so you're like the fool kind of oh that's where that came from i've heard it sounds a little racy that's not the way we're going with it i want that to be known (laughs) it's not it's not anything bad like that it's literally just nincompoop shortened version of that that makes sense now nincompoop okay yeah i like it more now I do I too. Love that word. Yeah, so do I. I've been using it a lot, and I'm like, I don't even know the real definition of it. I could be saying something really bad, like dingus. I didn't know that that was actually like not a very good thing to say. Like it means like like penis. I'm pretty sure. So, oh, really? Yeah. So I used it at work a couple of times. I called the kid a dingus. Like, yeah, no one was around, luckily. Oh. And I call my niece a dingus all the time. I had no idea. Oh no. Yeah. So now I just call her a dingleberry instead. I feel like that's more kosh. <laughs> <laughs> The same thing happened when I called this one kid an I had no idea that that was bad. Dude, I watched this video today. The the mom is sitting there recording this kid, and he's trying to open up a yogurt. <laughs> and he goes, oh, can't get the fucking lid off, you dickhead. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then she's like, she, she pans to the dad, and she goes, where do you think he got that from? From the fucking fridge, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I freaking loved it. It was great. 
folks, to prepare for Valentine's Day, we came prepared for you. We got another love-filled episode this week. What we're going to be talking about, we're not going to be playing a game. We're not going to be intentionally shitting on people, maybe. But what we want to do today is talk about some matches made in heaven. Some matches that aren't matches, but they should be. And we'll explain why. So basically, what we're going to be doing is naming off a person or a thing that belongs together. And that's about it. That's all you got to know. And I, I actually added an award with mine. So like, oh. you didn't have to do that. I just want, I just wanted to add that on there. Yeah, full disclosure for mine. I didn't do any. I did people only. And I have a few honorable mentions for the end. Yeah, I did too. And I feel like ours are going to match up on that last one. No way. Nope. I don't think any of ours match. Maybe. I think that they might. All right. You want to go first? I don't have a choice. Remember, I am the ninny. You lose a game, yeah, you become I the I, ninny. I asked to be polite, but like you're for sure going first. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I don't know if you uh, guys heard, but the Capitol was recently stormed into last month. So one of the girls got sprayed in the face with mace. And she was crying and she's like, we're starting a revolution. We're storming the Capitol. Oh, I saw that girl. So I got that girl and Leroy <laughs> Jenkins. <laughs> they are a match made in heaven, man. They thought that they were going to take over that capital and they just got effed, man. <laughs> How are the, if that's your first of these five, I have no idea what's in store. I know, right? The best part is, a lot of our listeners probably have no idea who Leroy Jenkins is. Leroy Jenkins! Basically, there's this game called World of Warcraft, and you have all these people coming together about to go defeat this giant, like, horde of creatures, right? Monsters. And they're all, like, prepping and stuff. They're like, okay, so we're going to do this, this, and this. And all of a sudden, you hear this guy goes, all right, guys, let's go. Leroy Jenkins! And just freaking runs in there and gets annihilated by this whole horde of monsters. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Actually, I didn't even think about so that. It's, it's like spot on. So the award is you tried your best award. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> now, I was just thinking when you brought up the uh, that uh, the attack is like, imagine why could they not have like coordinated that for the whole we're going to raid Area 51? How did that one not happen and this shit happen? I think because the Area 51. We alien spaceships by now. They would have just clapped everyone. We could have been clapping alien cheeks is what I'm saying. <laughs> God. <laughs> But I mean, I think it's because it was, I think it was more spontaneous, maybe. I'm not sure because I didn't hear anything about it. I heard about the Area 51 thing like a year in advance. So this was well, completely yeah, that different. One became, that one became a meme. That's why it got so big. Yeah. And then it was like, oh shit, we actually have to, like all the military personnel were like, we actually have to guard Area 51 right now because I feel like someone's going to try to run in here and do some stupid Naruto run and <laughs> <laughs> try to take all these weapons. Oh shit. All right. All right. Let's hear your number one. Number one, match made in heaven. Cardi B and Vince from Sham Wow. The only thing that can take care of WAP is the Sham Wow. And if you need anyone cleaning that mess, take it from the coke sniffing convict who went viral by waving a little orange towel. (laughs) (laughs) Cardi B and Vince from Sham Wow makes perfect sense, dude. It's like almost too good to not happen. It was great. That's why I laughed so hard when you said it, because you got to soak it up. You got to soak up that WAP. All right, what's your number two? My number two. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't actually plan for oh this. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so my number two is actually two inanimate objects. 
well, not inanimate. One is one of them is an idea, and then one of them is an inanimate object. Um, so just the year 2020, and a turd sandwich on a deserted island with nothing else to eat. Hmm. Because either you get through it or you die. Those are your options. You don't have any wiggle room. You have to get through it. If you want to survive, you got to eat that turd sandwich. You might die by eating the turd sandwich too. So yeah, well, we might. Thickens. We we could have died going through 2020. People Oof. did. Yeah, Fucking I know. Fucking brutal. It's called the Suffer in Silence Award. Hmm. That was adequate. That was a perfect match made in heaven. If there was any way to sum up that past year, that's brilliant. All right. What was your number poo? All right. My number two, Dog the Bounty Hunter and Caesar Milan. Oh, I've never actually thought about that. Though he is a former drug addict and current bail bondsman powered by God, Caesar Milan would still be the pack leader in this relationship. I think they're a match made in heaven. This, there, need, there, there is someone that needs to pull these strings together for some kind of like reality funny show that would last one season. But Dog and Caesar, like th- this is something that should be a thing. So I thought of it more like they're both like the alpha males. And yeah, his name is Dog. But like he's going to try to like keep him under wraps and like keep him trained, you know? Yeah, no, I think Dog looks like the alpha male. But I think it's funnier because Caesar would be the alpha male. He's like the little gay dude. Is he gay? He might be gay. Or he's just very effeminate. That was just very insensitive, Bryce. I can't believe you just assumed that. How dare you? I I clarified after. (laughs) I know. I'm just kidding. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. What's your number three? My number three is Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 2, where he's holding the train from going off the rails, and he's just, just, he's just struggling. And this year for me, Trash Can Paul, the meme page. Oh, yes. Let me tell you, man. I call this the Holding It Together Award. Because that meme page has made 2020 tolerable and manageable. Just because I got a little bit of humor each day from that from that meme page. I'm telling you, I send you guys memes like every single day from them. I freaking love that guy. Or girl. Trash Camp Paul's the best. He's the best meme page. If you're not following... Oh, if it's a girl? If it's a girl, honestly, more props to her. Like that, she is doing a great job. Yeah, I just figured, she's crushing. I, I figure it's a guy because it's Trash Can Paul. So I and just it's got to be originals, right? Because I don't see those memes anywhere else. Where, some like, of them are see... original. I feel like some of them are, but some of them I do see them other other places. But I usually see it on Trash uh, Can Paul first. Because hmm. yeah, so I see white people humor and Tank Sinatra and all these like Sunny Side Up. These other meme pages, like they'll post the same ones. But mm-hmm. I feel like his, I rarely see like anywhere yeah. else. Or I He's guess got you're some right. good ones. It's, yeah. So yeah, that's the holding it together award for sure. Match made in heaven. Tobey Maguire from Spider Man Two holding back that train. And Trash Can Paul holding back a mental breakdown for me. So I see I see your matches made in heaven. Your matches made in heaven are essentially the same person. It's interesting uh, how you position them because I tried to make my matches made in heaven opposite but complementary. Mm. I feel like we need a therapist to explain that right now. I see. Hmm, how does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number three, it's nothing funny. But I think these, they would actually, I don't think they would work well in a relationship, but for everyone else's sake, let's just leave these two people in a room together. No one has to interact with them. It's just them alone. Jimmy Fallon and Chanel West Coast. I think Jimmy is incredibly unfunny. He pushes way too hard to be funny. And if a laugh track was a person, it would be, yeah, it's Chanel West Coast is a laugh track. She laughs at everything. They're both laugh tracks. Whenever you see him with a guest, there's there's an ongoing joke about it. Like it says like, oh, Jimmy. Jimmy Fallon's guest breathes and he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, dude, she's incredibly annoying with her laughter, and she thinks literally everything's funny too. Like she's the worst. I wouldn't say she's the worst. I think she's. I can't she think just, of one thing she's, she's just done giggly and like, bubbly. Oh, that's cool. But like, she's not funny though. One thing that I thought was hilarious, and this is really bad. It's not even like she she didn't do it. It just happened to her where. They threw the. They were playing in Rob Deerdick's Fantasy Factory, and he threw a ball, oh, yes. and it hits her in the face. And then he's all like, "All right, all right, no more. Here we go, guys. Let's clean this stuff up." And he kicks the ball, and it, <laughs> yeah. it clocks her right in the face again. He's like, "Oh no!" Best thing, best thing I've seen her do. Yeah. <laughs> And I feel bad for saying that that's the best thing, but I really can't. Off the top of my head, that was just the number one thing that I thought of with her. Nothing that she directly did. Like she's had a, she's tried to have a rap career, and it's. I don't know if it's still active, but I mean, I don't really know what is she his cousin. I forget what the relationship I have, is. Like I thought she was she like a receptionist. On. I'm pretty sure she's a receptionist, wasn't oh, she? Oh, and then she got put on that way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Freaking I know. Rob Deerdeck, dude. That guy's cool. I like him. Yeah, I have mixed emotions because he went on Daniel Tosh once, and I'm like. A Daniel Tosh kind of guy. Yeah, he he like stole his show kind of. Not stole it, but like he just did his own. Well, yeah, kind and of. like he he went on this like petty like Twitter like calling out Tosh. It was like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that's totally different. Yeah, but that was like it had to have been like ten years, maybe ten, uh, like seven years ago. Dang. All right. Um, number four, right? Number four. Yeah. Yes. So my number four is this is another throwback. You're gonna love it. A throwback, but also relative now or not, not relative. Um, relevant. I can't. I think of words today dude i was i was the same way i thought it was stroke earlier i was trying to say <laughs> your name and brendan name brendan's name together and i think i said daniel and brandon and i, I oh. said it like three times in a row and i couldn't correct it in my head <laughs> all right so these two are very relevant or one of them is relevant now and the other one is relevant it's a flashback. It's a it's a nostalgia kind of thing john favreau with the whole star wars universe now and Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings. <laughs> Putting the team on their back, though. I mean, seriously, right now. John Favreau is carrying the Star Wars franchise right Favreau now. Favreau did with Mandalorian. Star Wars? No, he did Mandalorian. Oh, gotcha. He is doing a phenomenal job. I love that show so much. I'm not even like a huge Star Wars fan. Like, I've watched them probably maybe three times all the way through all of them. Jeez. Oh, oh, I think he meant Mandalorian all the way through three times. Yeah, dude, he's, he's totally putting the team on his back. Him and Greg Jennings, I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but it's that video where he's like, all right, guys, check it out. He's my boy, Greg Jennings, playing NFL right now. Look at this guy. Gets the pass, catches it. This guy broke his leg earlier <laughs> in the game, and he is still running. How are you running right now? And he like goes like a full 70 yards, and he's like, oh, shit. Derry Chopper, one of the hardest hitting tacklers in the NFL. But I, I put, put the, the team, team on my back. Oh, <laughs> classic! Yeah, so those are my two matches made in heaven. John Favreau right. with The Mandalorian and Greg Jennings. You know, he's actually like a really good director. He's directed more. He, I think he directed Elf, too. Yeah, he did. And he's done a lot of stuff in the Marvel, uh, the MCU. He did uh -huh. Chef, which he also starred in. That's an, an amazing movie. Yeah, this guy is just, he's just a home run hitter. All right, so go for it, Greg Jennings. Number four for me is Gilbert Gottfried and Helen Keller. Oh, God. So I'm not sure how in any way this benefits Helen. But in Gilbert's case, he does not have to worry about what he sounds and looks like. He can just be himself. That's what Valentine's Day is all about. <laughs> That's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking bad, man. What? 
Okay. Because I also put Helen Keller on my list. You did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I can't wait to hear who, well, who you matched her up with. Technically, I didn't put her on my list. She was just a like an honorable mention. Oh, okay. So my... Uh, I like that one though. That's 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 perfect. That really is. I think out of all of yours, that is the best match made in heaven because Gilbert Godfrey, his voice. I tried watching his stand up and I got maybe five minutes in. I was like, dude, I can't take this Iago. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Diago. But yeah, that was, that was solid. All right. So I'm going to go for my number five. This one's just serious, dude. Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. You guys are a fantastic couple. What the and fuck? I oh, wish you guys the best. They are truly a match made in heaven. But if they do break up, I wouldn't mind a piece of that action. I'm just saying. Yeah, and you're talking about Ryan Reynolds. I I'll leave it at his it. discretion. I don't know if he's going to be busy with Deadpool 3 or what but yeah so that's the perfect couple award weird I mean I, you know, it's Valentine's Day man wow I sounded a lot like Ashton Kutcher right there I don't know if you heard that, that man was like, <laughs> I'm gonna when I go back and record or edit this I'm gonna see if that's close as I thought it was because that really sounded, sounded like, like Ashton Kutcher all right I thought so yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my next one is is bad. So maybe if you want, you can just pretend like I didn't say the last one and just no, replace we'll it with that. We'll do that in our honorable mentions. Okay. <laughs> All right. My number five, um, peculiar peculiar couple. It's Quentin Tarantino and Jackson Pollock. Do you know who Jackson Pollock is? Yeah, he's the guy that makes it look like a jizz cum shot on. The canvas. Yeah, exactly. Both are experts in their craft and they share a common love for chaos and art. Quentin would admire the splatter paintings and Jackson would admire Quentin's blood and senseless gore. And honestly, I think they'd be able to collaborate on something pretty sick. They'd probably use like blood in the painting. That That's pretty solid, man. That's really solid. Yeah. Those are my five. Now, I would like to get into honorable mentions. Okay. Number one is the artist Pitbull and Michael Vick. <laughs> Number, these are all just like on the names alone. I don't go into the reason why at all. Uh, number two, Post Malone and the USPS. Oh, oh, okay, I got you, I got you. I thought you said USPF. You said USPS. Oh, no, no. Uh, number three, Jenna Fisher and Mike Trout. Who uh, would have thought? That was a good one, okay. And of course, we got Ice Cube and Ice Tea, and then we have CEO of Apple, Tim Cook, and Bobby Flay, because he loves a cook. Mm, I like those. I like that you didn't have to go into detail. It was just names alone was perfect. Yep. All right, I have one honorable mention, and this is it, because it was really bad, and I didn't want to even say it. But since you mentioned her already, I feel okay with saying it now. Helen Keller and a sensory deprivation tank. It's called the Where Am I Award. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Is so bad. I I just I want you guys to know that I feel bad saying some of these jokes. Whoa! Is Helen Keller a sensory deprivation tank? No. Wait. Oh my god. No. 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 Because she's not just floating. If she was in space, if she was in space, and and the whole room was like room temperature, like her body temperature, then yes. She would be a sensory deprivation tank. Well, it's like a transformer. <laughs> More than pizza. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. You know what sucks? You think there's some other mute and deaf person that, like, did just as much as Helen Keller and some, like, marketing agency made Helen Keller bigger or more famous? It's like, what about me? Like, I'm the exact same. And I, like, I did more. I'm sure that no one has lived a life like Helen Keller has. There has to be. There's no way there hasn't been, like, at least five people. No, but, but I'm saying, like, yeah, there's probably people that have, you know, senses gone like that, but they just haven't lived the same life as her. Like, she's done a lot of stuff. I don't even know what she's done. I just know that she's done something amazing. The fact that she can even read is I amazing. I thought she was just, I thought she was just taught. Like, I don't know. She did stuff. I thought she had like maybe rich parents and that's how was, like they educated her or some shit. Maybe we need to like read into it more because I, I honestly have no idea. I just know that I read a book about it in like first grade or second grade and I was like, oh, that was cool. Helen Keller can't do anything. I mean, she could do a lot, but she can't see or, or hear or talk. She did pass her referee exam. Oh, God. You are just relentless on the blind. They said, you're blind. You're deaf. You gotta be a ref. (laughs) Folks, if you came here listening, thinking that we weren't going to bring up, we need a Hall of Fame. She's on the Hall of Fame. Who's our Hall of Fame? It's Helen Keller, Stevie Wonder, Michael J. Fox. Stephen Hawking. uh, Stephen Hawking. We have like a bad... bad um it's like a bad theme we're carrying on here it's not it's not great i I, we've mentioned martin shkreli a couple times but i feel like not enough to be up there martin shkreli who's that the guy that like uh jacked up the price of diabetes medication Mm, i think yes yes we also have talked about rudy giuliani quite a bit recently he would be on there i I think think george w bush is also on there because we mentioned him a couple times Hmm. if we have three i think it's helen keller rudy and stephen hawking no you've said stephen stevie wonder a lot i don't think so oh maybe you've definitely brought up stephen hawking a lot though too it's probably a tie let's just call it a tie we need to nominate someone else just to freaking rail into them who's been someone that's been slipping up lately and just silly i mean oh dude i had another honorable mention it was uh trump and mario i saw that yeah i i I didn't want to say it because it's not my joke but I'm going to say it now because now I've told you it's not my joke, so it's okay. So Trump and Mario, because they're both trying to get impeached. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> but yeah, we got we to gotta figure out another person to put on the, put on the uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, like, not like, almost like Kevin Spacey, but not Kevin Spacey. Someone that's no, just like... No, yes, fall. yes, Kevin Spacey. That was, that's not good. Or, or uh, Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia. Yeah, I could, I could do that one. I'm fine with that. Yeah. All right. Chris D'Elia. Hall of Fame. Put them on the Come board. Come try out for us. Um, speaking of comedians, I'm halfway through this one episode of Tiger Belly. Definitely recommend checking it out if like you're a somewhat fan of comedy or like know what's been going on with the comedy store over the last like decade or so. Um, he fi- uh, Bobby Lee, Tiger Belly, finally has on Carlos Mencia, who really jump-started Bobby Lee's career. And super interesting because Carlos Mencia kind of fell from grace after he got exposed by Joe Rogan from stealing jokes from other comedians at the comedy store. It's a huge video. If you haven't seen the video yet, it's worth a watch. It's like almost just like video proof of Mencia stealing jokes. And so from that point forward, Mencia has been like off the grid. And I'm a big fan of Bobby Lee. And Bobby Lee is kind of torn because Mencia put him on. Like Bobby Lee wouldn't likely have the career he has today if not for him. So he's like in between like uh, allegiance to like what's right and current and also his like mentor kind of. Anyways, he finally had him on Tiger Belly. It's really good so far. Um, definitely recommend watching it. Anyone out there that likes comedy, 
you probably already have, but check it out. All right. I didn't even know that Car- uh, that Carlos Mencia was even back. Oh, yeah. well, I think he's like, he's still like Black Belt. Like, I don't, he has his mm. fan base and that's it. Like, I don't think he's, he's not getting any specials like Netflix specials or Comedy Central specials or anything like that. He's just, I don't know where he even lives. I'm sure he does shows from time to time, but he's not back. All right. Check him out. All right, folks. Enjoy your Valentine's Day. Spread love. Remember, don't pay attention if you didn't to the divisiveness out there. Enjoy your loved ones, the people that care about you. There are people that care about you. Enjoy your weekend. We love you here from Chiefin. And as always, keep it Chiefin. Keep it Chiefin.